Welcome to episode two of the Daddy Sharps podcast. I'm John. And I'm Luke. Hey, we're a couple of dads just sharp enough to take the kids on free vacations here and there, but we're not quitting our day jobs anytime yet. And so in other words, we're a lot like you listening. Today, we share our best bets on the NFL and college football. All the bets your buddies are not placing. No SEC, no Pac-12. We're all about the MAC, the Mountain West, and more. And then later on, our weekly deep dive. This week, and I'm going to love this segment here, our top five pet peeves at the book. Hey, this is whether you're betting at the casino or online. These are things that really piss us off and probably piss you off too. But first, John, let's, we got to do it as much as I hate it. We've got to recap our best bets from last week. And the reason I hate it is because, look, man, I was like 0-2 on college football. But I, I got excuses. I got excuses. Let's dive in. Navy SMU. I was wrong on this. The over-under was 58 and a half. I took the under. And why wouldn't I? 13-7 at the half. And all according to game plan. And Navy, for some reason, I think you were watching some of this game. They started throwing the ball. They never throw the ball. Hey, this made four point. This made ESPN. It was a bad beat, my friend. It was a bad Can't beat blame on it. ESPN. 54 points in the second half, and they covered that spread too. Unreal. And my next one, Tulane, South Florida. The, I took the under 55. Look, South Florida, I, I'm convinced now. Uh, they've just given up. They've given up. Tulane is a defensive team. They scored 28 in the second half. I I, I give up. I give up on those two bets. Uh, I, I, I really took the, I took the L. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I we I did a little better in NCAA. North Texas, Louisiana Tech, over 70 and a half. Huge win total. It was a huge over-under total. We hit the over early in the fourth quarter. No sweat. There's like 10 minutes left in the game. We're already over. I was able to turn it off. It's the best kind of bet. And then UTSA, FIU, over 63 and a half. The bet really came down. Could FIU score 14? They didn't. They scored 10. I lost my bet. Fantastic. Hey, I was with you, though. Why couldn't Why can't you just score 14 points? But uh, yeah, what a huge, great call on the 70 and a half, man. I was a little nervous on that one, but you nailed it. NFL, Carolina at the LA Rams. Who couldn't see this coming? We nailed the NFL, of course, because our research is on point. We hit the under 41 points in that game. On that game, that is. Jacksonville at Indy, over 42, one of the easiest bets of the day. No Jonathan Taylor, no problem. It was never in doubt. They combined for 61 points on this day. Easy bet. I wish they were all like that. Yeah, I love it. I love it. that was a great call, man. Uh, here was here was the uh, this one had me shaking, shaking, shaking. I was on. I was texting you during this game, San Francisco at Atlanta. I believed in the research. The numbers were correct. A scoreless fourth quarter led to the under 44 and a half I, I no doubt i can look back now and say no doubt no doubt but uh, uh if i'm honest i was a little, a little doubtful but uh nailed it you, you did not show it on sunday my friend it you had the faith and it held and then we went to arizona at seattle one of my favorite bets of the week total was way too high at 51 and a half we went against the squares on this bet we waited for him to bet it up and then we attacked it at 51 and a half we took the under the total was 38. Easiest bet. Nailed it. And you were there hey, in person, my friend. 
I was. I watched the game uh, live, and, 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 and I just watched uh, both teams punt a lot. And I said, "Yep, nailed it." <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it great when you see a, a low scoring game and you bet the under? It's it's a fantastic it's a fantastic watch live. Most people are yeah. complaining, <laughs> especially when everyone around you is, uh, "Come on, get a touchdown!" And I'm like, "No, nope, just keep it right where it is." Just went a little bit. <laughs> All right, it's that time right now to pick it. Uh, pick our uh, uh, NCAA uh, best bets. And uh, hey, man, I'm going to start out with the uh, little Mac action, little Mac conference action here. The Zips from Akron against Kent State. Kent State land 19 points in this game. The over-under 68 and a half. Look, Kent State probably covers 19. I've got to be honest with you. They're a much better team. Uh, I, I saw the bet at 18 and a half starting out this week. 19 better, right? But I'm going with the under 68 and a half. And here's why. Here's why. Look, both teams on defense, they're, they're horrible. Kent State allowing 449 points, or, or rather yards per game. Points would be something amazing, but it's yards per game. <laughs> We're taking the the Zips allow – it would be a whole different bet, my friend. The Zips allowing 462 yards per game, but offense is where we start separating the wheat from the chafe here. And that is the, the Zips are struggling on offense. Believe me, they're horrible. But Kent State, 205 yards rushing per game. And get this on third down uh, conversion percentage is is 48 and a half percent. That's massive. That's enough to make a difference. Look, there's also this Kent State hit the under or hit the over rather only two games of the season. And Akron's only hit the over three times this season. But I'm telling you, my best bet under 68 and a half. This one caught myself off guard. It caught you off guard. It probably caught my family off guard. I'm going with the Hawaii at Colorado State. And I like Hawaii plus four and a half. This is being played in my hometown against the college I graduated from. But your alma mater. Hey, this is what gambling does to you. I like winners. I like making money. So these are two Mountain West doormats. Loser of this game finishes at the bottom of the conference. New coaches for both teams. CSU did something that's kind of rare. They got an interdivision swap. They brought in the Nevada head coach. He brought transfers with them. They're supposed to have this high-powered offense. It has not worked. They're one in five. Both teams have a tough time scoring, but Colorado State is historically horrible. Eighth worst offense in the country. Hawaii is five and one against the spread in the last six, while CSU can't buy a spread, two and 10 in the last 12. The way CSU scores, they can't be trusted, getting way too much respect on this number. Anything over a field goal for Colorado State is, is not a good bet. Last week, they lost Utah State. We had to bring in a fourth string quarterback, a true freshman. This guy's playing high school football a year ago, and he leads two scoring drives for Utah State against Colorado State. This kid's only 18 years old. This one's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a low scoring game. Bet Hawaii plus four and a half. I was, I was, uh, you know, I was like, okay, this is going out there. He's, he's out there. I, I went against State my Rammies. I went against my Rammies, my friend. I know. I love it. Hey, man, I love that pick. Eastern Michigan at Ball State's another one you're going to love. Ball State at home laying two and a half points here. The over-under 59 and a half. So, look, I, here on paper, this is an evenly matched uh, game. Uh, Ball State, uh, here's, I'll just throw these out. The 407 yards uh, on offense. Michigan State allowing 395. Michigan State averaging uh, 362 on offense per game, Ball State, D's allowing 403, blah, 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 on paper. On paper, it's evenly matched. No key injuries on either side, but 
This comes down to one key stat, John. One key stat. Your favorite stat. This, what is that stat? This is my favorite stat. Turnovers. Turnovers. Check this out. Ball State plus one in the turnover ratio or differential, including 12 forced, 12 forced fum, uh, fumbles or turnovers. Eastern Michigan, minus 10. They've had 15 turnovers on the season. Last week, they were favored by three and a half versus a struggling Northern Illinois team. Eastern Michigan had two turnovers in the game, including a pick six. They lost by 29. Best bet here, Ball State, minus two and a half. That's one of my favorite bets this week. That's a nice bet, Luke. North Texas at UTSA. I'm going back to the mean green, my friend. The same team that cashed for me last week. But I'm going the other way this time. I'm going UTSA minus 10. These are two high-scoring offenses. The over already at 71 and a half. It's a huge game to win a division. UTSA sits at 5-2. and two, North Texas at 4-3. and three. They're both 3-0 and oh in the conference. So this is a huge game for both teams. Most likely, winner takes the conference. Both score a lot in different ways. UTSA is one of the top passing games in Conference USA with uh, the second-best quarterback in the whole league and two of the top wide receivers. In the meantime, North Texas is led by two of the top running backs in the league. These guys can run the ball like other teams pass. They got one little guy on their team. It's a thunder and lightning combination. This dude's 173 pounds. Last week, seven carries, 120 yards. I don't know if he's going to the pros at that size, but he's got speed, my friend. North Texas, one of the worst pass defenses in college football against a quarterback like UTSA has. I like their chances. UTSA has also faced much stiffer competition. Only two losses are Texas and Houston, both at Texas and at Houston. And they only lost to Houston in overtime. So UTSA is is battle-tested. I like them here. I like them minus 10. And 62% of the bets are on North Texas right now. I'm bucking the trend. I'm going against the squares. We're giving you a sharp. Nice. So, so in other words, the the not so mean green this weekend. <laughs> exactly. The not so mean green. The, Although the, the they do live as... up to their name, they are among the leaders in most penalized teams in the entire United States. <laughs> I know. I love that name. I love that name. I couldn't tell you where the school is to be honest with you. I love that. It's somewhere in North Texas. But yeah. I, I love that Denton, name. I love that name. Denton, Texas. <laughs> it's you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Hey, John. Hey, John. Here's the segue, and you're going to kick us off here. It's time for our best NFL picks of the week, and you're going to kick us off with a real doozy. I At first, I saw this. I was like, whoa, uh, but after the research and diving in, man, I love it. I love it. We're, we're circling back to what you had mentioned earlier. Turnovers are a spread killer. When you're betting spreads, you have to win the turnover differential. Miami is not very good at the turnover differential. This number opened at six and a half. I already like the game there. It since went up to seven. I love it at seven and above. Some places right now have it at seven and a half. Sounds like Pickett's back for this one. And Miami's defense is horrible against the pass. They've already given up 10 touchdowns through the air and only picked off the opposing quarterback once. They held, and I put held in quotation marks here, Cousins in check last week with 175 yards, but he still had two touchdowns. And the Vikings were coming off that London game. So it was yeah, a short a long way it was a travel. short week for him. It was a long road back. So they started off real sluggish. Tua is back. Everybody's talking up Tua. He's all over ESPN. He's all over NFL Network. 
But if you look at his stats, he's had one good game against Baltimore. He had six touchdowns and two interceptions for 469 yards in that game. The rest of his games, granted, he didn't finish all of them. Not as good. And it looks like Baltimore has one of the worst pass defenses so far this year. And it was a comeback. Tua was actually down at halftime in that game. So I love Pittsburgh plus seven here. And at some places you can get it seven and a half. I love that. I love that pick. But, you know, I got I to gotta also, we were talking about this right before we started recording here. Uh, you know, concussions, man. I mean, we don't want to dive into that necessarily, but uh, we're both athletes and former athletes, I should say. And, and um, you know, concussions are serious, man. You, know, you really bounce back after two serious concussions like that? Oh, I can't believe he came back for that Thursday night game. The way he was walking the first time he got one. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, I- yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, okay, here's one that we kind of, you know, we differ on part of this, but uh, I think we both like the uh, the over-under here. We got the Giants at Jacksonville. Jacksonville laying three points here at home. The over-under is 42 and a half. Look, Jacksonville is on a three-game losing streak. We all know that they have high hopes for them this season and kind of nosedive right now, but <laughs> they are by far the better team. 11th in total offense. 357 yards per game, 23 uh, points per game, 11th in total defense, still on a three-game losing streak, a streak as well. So, you know, compare that to the Giants. They're 5-1. and one. The New York Giants are 5-1. and one. But should they be? There's a lot of debate about that. Their defense allowing 339 yards per game. Their offense only ranked 24th, kind of middle of the league, a little bit, uh, you know, a little suspect there. But I think one of the keys here, is injuries. New York Giants receiving core is banged up. Tony and Galladay were, question, were questionable the other day. Look, Jacksonville, their receiving core is also banged up, but you know how, how, who does that affect more? Uh, the Giants or the Jags? And then you know, I'm looking at the over-under here. The New York Giants hit the under five times. They've hit it five times so far this season. Jacksonville four and three on the over-under, but I, I, and I'm going to, I'm going to digress here a little bit. Uh, the uh, uh, stats, we, you know, we, we, we love stats, but I saw this stat and I thought of you because we hate bad stats. Yes. This is the one I saw someone, I'm not going to say who or where, but I read this, that Jacksonville was seven and three on the over-under. This is why I should bet the game over-under in the last 10 games, 10 games. It's like last season. They're like two totally different teams, right? Yes. Two totally different coaches. I think I think that goes back to when Urban Meyer was sitting on girls' laps. Oh, oh, oh. Too soon? Too soon? Too soon? I don't know. Yeah, look, I, I think it's I don't think it's too soon for us to call this game right here. I think this is a get right game for Jacksonville at home. My best bet, you know, I like Jacksonville minus three, but I really love the under 42 and a half. I'm with you on that. I love the under in that game. And this one's going to scare some people. I like the under in the Green Bay at Washington game. Currently, that under is at 41 and a half. Scary low number, but this is not your daddy's Packers. No one can take the top off a defense for him. Rodgers this week was already telling the media they need to simplify the offense. Robinson, the guy that got shot in the knee for Washington, the running back. Oh. Yeah, I think they're going to play keep away here. He looked real good last week in his first game back. I think Washington's going to try and control the clock, play keep away with this guy. Packers D is exceptional at stopping the pass. They're number one in the league in terms of passing yards allowed. So I don't think they want to put it in Heineke's hands. 
Wentz was the one that was really good at pushing the ball down the field for Washington. That's not Heineke. This guy is a game control offensive guy. Uh, I think he's going to do little short passes and they're going to try to run the ball as much as possible. Keep it out of Rogers hands. The under has hit four out of the last five times for green Bay, five of the last seven for Washington. The real bet here in my mind, because I think green Bay is going to win this game. The real bet for me on this under is can Washington be held <laughs> 10 points or less? I think they can. That's why I like the under here. Oh God. Can you bet that? If we could bet that. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was just thinking as you're reading through, man, I love your research. It's always on point. Is under 41 and a half enough, man. I know it's the NFL, but and it's parody and yeah. all the games are, but come on. Yeah. Just so struggle city. Yeah. And, and me and you were talking about this today and we talked about it a little bit last week. These total numbers right now do look crazy this year, but uh, we're at a nine year low on scoring in the NFL. The average score in the NFL is 43 points. So 41 and a half is not that far off a normal game. No, it's so a great point. It great looks point. bad right now, but I, I, I do not think, well, we've all been watching green Bay. I don't think they can score. They got beat by the giants for goodness sakes. You just talked about them and we like the under there. Right. And, and it's Heineke, but who would have thought we'd be saying it, it's Rogers, you know? Oh, yeah. Unreal. Yep. Unreal. Okay. Hey man, if you thought uh, that blew your mind, I, I think it's going to blow your mind. And a lot of other people. I I'm turning toward the Kansas city 49ers game for my next pick. Uh, you know, San Francisco, the the home dogs, Kansas City favored by three in this game. The over and under 48 and a half. I'm taking, I think I'm taking the Niners plus three here, man, at home. I really am. Yeah, I'm gonna qualify this. I'm I'm gonna qualify this. I like Look, this. Yeah, I, I, I this game opened at minus one, Kansas City. And then you know, we've seen money poured on the Chiefs. This whole, I think it ends Sunday. I think you're gonna see, you know, maybe a minus four here, but. 49ers are, are 2 and 0 against the spread at home this season. Chiefs are overall 2 and 4 against the spread this season. Chiefs are are the highest scoring offense in the league right now. More passing TDs than anyone, but they've also given up the most passing TDs as well. 49ers own the best total defense even though they've had some struggles. I I believe they're 3 and 3 right now and uh you know they've got the second best scoring defense as well. So now you're going to say everyone listening is going to say, "Yeah, but injuries, injuries, man. What about the injuries?" Hey, rumor is, rumor is Nick Bosa and Trent Williams could return this week, which is huge pressure on Mahomes. It means controlling the clock in the running game for San Francisco. It means giving Jimmy G more time in the pocket to dissect that Chiefs pedestrian secondary. If Bosa and Williams play, I like the Niners plus three. I really like the under 48 and a half. I love that bet. That takes cojones, and I like it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it this does, is but I'm this is the you. bet we, you go play golf with your with your fellow dads on Saturday, and you tell them I took 49ers plus three in the under tomorrow in that Kansas City game, and then on Monday you go to work and you rub it in their face. <laughs> That's what this bet is because you're gonna catch. It's a Sunday square bet, right? It's a Sunday square bet because, you know, there's no doubt when we get closer to kickoff, that line's moving from three to four for the Chiefs. And, and then you probably want to bet it again, right, for the 49ers. Yeah. But uh, I, I think they have a chance to win this game outright. You know, the Chiefs coming off that Bills game. It's a, at home, that's a, lot, that's a lot of effort there, you know? Yeah, I like it a lot. Hey, John. Oh, it's time. It's time is- for our deep dive. 
for the yes. week. And our deep dive this week, I think you're really going to enjoy this, our top five biggest pet peeves at the book. Look, we've all seen these things in action in front of us. And maybe you do this. I don't know. Maybe I've done this. Probably have. You know, this is whether you're gambling online or at the casino. We're going to start off right now with number five. And this is kind of a personal pet peeve, maybe. Not being able to place online bets in Washington State or any other state <laughs> that doesn't allow it. You know, Ugh. look, I'm not going to get into the politics of this whole thing. You know, the, I think the state and the government would say, hey, look, it's our way of tiptoeing into sanctioned gambling for casinos. I understand it's a great way to get customers through the doors. But what irks me is every time there's someone at the casino that tells me, hey, you you, you can bet online using, using your smartphone. All you have to do is set up an account right over here, and then you can just drive to the casino parking lots, and you can place your bets there. I may as well just walk in and get those paper tickets. You know, I love those in my hand. Biggest uh, pet peeve for me. Yeah, don't like it. Don't like it. The next one does make me red in the face a little bit sometimes. Parlays. Parlays, they can be fun and strategic if you know what you're doing. But here are three parlay scenarios that are huge pet peeves for me. The 10-game parlay bet and the guy that sits in front of you at the window making his bet at the kiosk. Finally, it comes out 10 minutes later, and this ticket's from his wrist to his elbow. It's as long as his <laughs> arm. And he ends up only spending five or 10 bucks on it. And he's like, look, I can win $3,000. I hate that. <laughs> it's just, I know you do. You like, really hate that. Get your bets in order and then get up to the kiosk. Uh, and then if you look at it, the implied probability of winning those is outrageous. Like you, if you knew actually knew to percentages, you probably wouldn't bet it in the first place. A two leg parlay. You have a 27% chance of winning that a three leg parlay, 14% chance of winning it. A four-leg parlay, 7%. You go all the way to a 10-team parlay, the wrist-to-elbow guy, 0.2% chance of winning. Now, I know what people are going to say. Oh, it's only $5. It's only $10. Well, if you keep track of those bets and you look at that three months from now, you're going to have to win at least two of them just to break even. That 5 and $10 adds up quick. So parlay, it's, it's a fun bet, but it's not a good way to make money. The wrist to elbow guy. I love it. And that guy, that guy also makes the same game parlays. Uh, we're seeing these things advertised everywhere. And, There's and a reason I, they're I, advertised, right? <laughs> totally, totally. And here's a little research. This was done by uh, the University of Nevada, by the way, their, their Center for Gaming Research. So last year, and, I, and this is why, this is why they have those bets. Nevada's sports books earned an average of 5.7 cents on every dollar uh, bet on football. Uh, but they took in 32 cents per dollar on parlays. You know, look, the big online gambling businesses, I understand why they're doing this. But they've said publicly that they want to eliminate or at least tone down sharp betting and increase the opportunity for squares to spend that money. But same game parlay, bet twice on the same game. You can win more money. Come on, man. Come on. Yes. Pet peeve. Those are those are mind-boggling numbers too. When I Absolutely. When we were talking but, about this earlier, 32 cents per dollar on parlays, that's almost six times as much. Well, that's and there's your advertising budget right there, but I think for the two of us personally speaking, nothing peeves us more than the next parlay bet, John. Oh, yes. So here we are, Mr. Luke. We always go to Vegas for the Fantasy Football League. We Everybody goes around the room and we all give one pick and we parlay it all together. 
So there's usually eight to 10 of us. So by the time this thing's over, there's eight to 10 of us that put these picks in. Some of us do the research. Some of us uh, like the fancy uniform or the best looking quarterback. <laughs> so every year we just donate $15 to the casino. But in the 10 years we've been going out there, how many have we won, Luke? How many? Mm, zero. Zero. And it's usually over in the morning game. There's no drama. It's usually over Kiss, kiss that money goodbye, John. Uh, for the record, I took San Francisco money line this year in week one, and that was an upset. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention that. And All right, pet peeve number three. Me. Let's stop. Pet peeve number three. And you know this guy. When the dude hogs the kiosk. <laughs> the kiosk hogging dude. Look, I understand it takes time to look up teams and your and different sports and different bets. And, and if you're if you're placing a lot of bets and you got your sheet out, and I get that. I get it. Love it. Too many times, though, you see a dude at the kiosk for 15 to 20 minutes, and there's no bet slip coming out of that machine. Nothing's coming out of there. <laughs> Look, this is not the time to do your research. I'm waiting for you. I'm looking at you. Kickoff is five minutes away. I got to get my bet. And, 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 and you know what I never want to hear? And I've heard it once or twice, but I never want to hear this again. When the <laughs> that dude turns around, from the kiosk, looks at you, next in line, and says, hey, man, <laughs> hey, man, uh, how do you place a teaser bet on this thing? <laughs> Get out of here. Drop kick. The next machine. <laughs> Drop kick. Peeve number two, number, John. Number two on the list, the buddy trifecta. When buddies ask for your favorite bets, they don't do their own research, and when they when you share their picks and you ask why, they say, because the Broncos are due. I hate that answer. I can't intelligently bet on a team is due. I want to know information. I want to know inside information. I want to know how you arrived at this. Not the Broncos are due. That's why I'm betting on them. Hate that. Russell Wilson's due. Yes. And it's difficult because these are your buddies. They're your friends. But sometimes you can lead a horse to water, my friend. They won't drink it. (laughs) Uh, And then another one. You end up doing all the work. It takes all the time and effort. And when you share your research, they go against it. Like, why did you ask in the first place? <laughs> I just shared yeah, all right. this information with you. And happens they, all the time. Then they go against it. Um, one thing about the research, a lot of guys will say, I don't, I don't like spending that much time doing the research. What I found and what you found, sports betting is more about the grind. You enjoy the grind. You enjoy the system. You enjoy doing Love the it. research behind it. When we get to the actual game, that's the fun part. That's the vacation. That's you get to see all of your labor come out. Like that's, that's why the, you lift all them weights. Yeah. Yeah. That's the non-stressful part, Mr. Parcells. <laughs> so that's, that's the number two pet peeve. And in last yeah. year's Super Bowl, we had a guy that's saying, uh, you know, I'm, I'm laying the Rams by a million. They're due. You know, what did you do? Cincinnati, Cincinnati plus three. Cincinnati plus four and a half. Kept Best buying. bet. Yeah, Keep buying it. Best bet. Stuck to our system. Best bet. <laughs> Which brings us to the final. Number one, pet peeve. I'm going to kick us off here, but I want you to finish this and take us home because this is really your biggest pet peeve, John. Not tracking your bets. Why would you not track your bets, John? Oh, tracking your bets is the single most important thing that changed how I gamble. It made me go through these systems and do all this research. 
It forces you to make good bets on good research. Betting five-leg parlays every weekend and winning one every three weeks, and you have no idea if you're up or down. When you start writing those out, you see how many of those parlays you lost. Those five $10 parlays add up. So just going back to it, it forces you to make good bets on good research. That's why you can identify streaks. You can change your you can change your system. You can en- enhance your system. Um, you've got to you've got to track your bets, all of them. How do you, and we all know the guy who, who who bets only the underdogs, right? Or, or parlays enough to to get that plus number. Uh, looking for the home run. Like if you if they lose that if they lose that bet, you'll never hear it, right? You'll never hear about the losers, but when it hits, you're never going to hear the end of it. You'll hear about it years from now. And there's no doubt that they're just breaking even or probably losing overall, which is really sad. They, they hope that they're breaking even. And uh, one little thing I wanted to add in here too, something I had seen um, from a professional bookmaker. He said the most important stat to keep track of, is not your winning percentage, not that you're 25 and 10 on bets, not your win-loss record, your ROI, your return on investment. That's the most important thing to keep track of. We're all in this to make money. We're not in this to say we have a winning record in bets. So make sure that return on investment is always in your records. I love it. I love it. And you know what you're not going to lose on? Our best this bets. Weekend, and we're going to recap them right now. We're <laughs> recapping the best bets. We're going to start off with college. And uh, I am telling you my best bets for the weekend, Akron, Kent State. I'm going with the under 68 and a half. That is my best bet. And then the game that I really love, Eastern Michigan, Ball State. Can't lose with Ball State minus two and a half. My favorite NCAA bets this weekend, North Texas, the mean green, baby, at the Roadrunners. I like UTSA minus 10, and then I'm going against my own school, Hawaii at Colorado State. Love Hawaii plus four and a half. Who knows it better than a graduate, my friend? Can you even sing the fight song? Do you know the fight song? Uh, We're going to move to the NFL now. I don't know my school's fight song either. I, I got to be honest with you. I love that, Batman. That's bold. That's bold stuff right there. But uh, I think even bolder your NFL picks. I, I do like these. Uh, Miami, Pittsburgh. Uh, it opened, like I said, Pittsburgh opened at six and a half, plus six and a half. I like anything seven and over. So Pittsburgh plus seven. Green Bay, Washington. Love the under 41 and a half. Yeah, that plus eight, I'm I'm with you on that. I think that's fantastic get right there. Who knows? That thing could still swing. Square bets on Sunday, you know. I think you probably might be able to get a better number than eight even. You just got to go with that. It's true. Hey, Giants-Jaguars, Jacksonville, I like the minus three here. I think it's a get right game. They're at home. Uh, You know, five and one, the Giants, it's debatable whether they should be. uh, But I really love. I really love the under here at 41 and a half. I think the Jags defense kicks into gear here and, and takes in, shuts down Saquon and they got to go to the air and there's no one to go to the air to for the giants. I love that game. And then Kansas city at the 49ers, the 49ers home dog, you know, I love a good home dog. Yes. I I like the 49ers plus three here. I love them at home. I always do. It's a primetime game, but uh, you know, I'm really in love with 
the under 48 and a half. I don't think Mahomes has a, a great game. I think that defense comes back. I think they got something to prove. But here's the caveat and the asterisk. I only like these numbers if Nick Bosa and Trent Williams play. Yeah, All right, I folks. love that bet. It's a bold bet. That's a sharp bet right there. I love that bet. Oh, oh, thank you. Fellow speaking sharp. Of, speaking of sharp bets, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. Tune in every week for our best bets and more. And, John, who's your daddy? We are. Stay sharp. Yeah. Yeah, love it, dude. It was good. I think that was pretty good. That felt good. good. I did too. I'm going to stop recording right now.